Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Hi, welcome to your Hollywood crime scene mini-episode. Hi, how are you? <laughs> I'm okay, how are you? Uh, great. So... I'm going to start off with a update from one of the stories you told us last week, and that is the guy who got 91,000 pennies uh, in payment from his asshole ex-boss. Yeah. Did you see that Coinstar has offered to process these pennies for him free of charge? Yes. Uh, Because part of the problem was that these pennies were covered in like oil, so they weren't even like clean pennies, so I don't... I bet you he couldn't even dump them in a Coinstar machine if he wanted to, right? I don't know if that affects... Um, well, anyway, uh, Coinstar gave him a $1,000 check. They didn't even make him put the pennies in. No, they just took them. I don't even know how they do that. Do they just weigh them and they kind of know or something like that? <laughs> I don't know how it works exactly, but they, from, from what I saw in the article that someone sent us, they... Just wrote him like a even thousand dollar check, yeah. Because the because the payment for his last paycheck was something like nine fifty or something. Right now, he said that he had been spending an hour or two every night to clean the pennies of this oily <gasps> substance, and he would clean about five dollars worth per night. No, so that would have taken him a really long time to get through. So Coinstar did a solid. Yeah, I mean they helped this guy out, so that's great. The boss is obviously still getting horrible Yelp reviews. Everyone (laughs) hates the boss. (laughs) He really fucked up on this one. Yeah. Uh, So yeah, that's a little update from a story from last week. Now, I said to Rachel that today's mini episode is inspired by something that happened to me last night. I pointed to um, an ankle of mine (laughs) that is bandaged up. I was wondering, what could this possibly be about? Well, I was volunteering at the cat rescue where I volunteer weekly. Um, a cat that I had been warned about <laughs> named Chignon. <gasps> <gasps> Chignon did that? Okay, let me tell you what happened. So it's the time of the day where we're putting all the cats in their cages so we can feed them and we don't have to have them jumping all over us as we get the food ready. And Chignon was at his cage. I threw some treats in there and then he was about to get in his cage and he started to go away from his cage and I put my ankle up to kind of block him from going out instead and go in. And instead of like <laughs> going in or pushing back me, he completely jumped on my ankle, bit me and clawed me. Like I have scratches all over my leg. Like he lunged at me and attacked me. <gasps> so I, I screamed and the other two people who were working with me are in the back room and they're like, are you okay? <laughs> I heard like, are you okay from the, the back room? And then I was bleeding like blood was dripping down my leg that's how bad it was like it was the scratches it wasn't a teeth mark and he didn't puncture me with his teeth so I walk into the back room there's a glass door separating the back from the front room where all the cats are putting like wiping my blood up and like putting bandages and uh, antibacterial cream on the the wound and I look at the door (laughs) And Chignon is looking through the glass door at me. <laughs> Rachel, I was like, I, I honestly felt 
felt like he was like, you better not fucking tell. <laughs> the way he was, why was he looking at me through like, there's like, the, the door is frosted, but there's like a clear triangle. And he was in the clear triangle staring at me as I wiped the blood up my leg. Oh my and it God. was literally like, just so threatening. <laughs> you better not fucking say anything. Like, I was dying laughing. So what happened after that? Are you okay? I'm yeah, I'm fine. I'm not bothered by cat injuries, but it's definitely scary when they lunge at you and attack your leg. It's not like I was petting him and I pushed it too far and he got pissed and like swiped at me or something. Right. Like he lunged at my leg to attack me. Uh, so, I mean, we're just definitely on the outs now. Shinyon is very cute. Yes. He's fluffy, white, and gray, but he's like a little bitch. Yeah. And I had been warned, but of course, I am that idiot who's like, no, I know how to deal with difficult cats. Uh, so I'm sure we'll we'll get back into our normal relationship, but he scared me yesterday. Wow. And him looking at me through the glass was just next level. <laughs> I couldn't believe it. I, I, of course, I didn't have my phone because I was like, I, I wish I could photograph this right now because it was so chilling. <laughs> That's why cats are fucking smart. Like, I know he was like, what's going on in there? Cats are very good at psychologically terrorizing you. Yes. So, of course, there was like no juicy news to get into this week other than our update on Coinstar. And I would hardly even say that that was very juicy. Right. (laughs) So I thought I would look around on the internet and find some of the best evil, crazy, and weird cat stories um, that people told about their cats. So these are, you know, short ones I found on Reddit, et cetera. And uh, so, yeah, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to tell you some more crazy cat stories. Now, I would just like a caveat. Desi, we both occasionally will watch the show on TLC called My Cat from Hell. Yes. I really like that guy's philosophy that there are no bad cats. <laughs> just cats that, what does he say? What's the second part of that? I don't remember. Cats that need to be like, that need help or something. Yeah, I agree. There are no bad cats. You just have to know how to deal with them. Yes. And I, that, I definitely blame myself for my encounter with Chignon. Like I should not have stopped him. A normal cat would have just gone into the cage or rubbed against my ankle. Right. Not lunged at me. Right. So now I know that that cat is going to lunge at me. Look, cats, will, <laughs> cats are very good at setting boundaries, sometimes in a very hostile way, but cats know how to set a boundary. Yeah, he set a boundary with me. Now, so the first story I found, on, I found all of these on Reddit. There's a lot of funny boards. I was laughing when I collected these. So this one is from a user. She says, my cat once burnt off half his whiskers pulling a sausage out of a frying pan. <laughs> I was so mad, but didn't take the sausage away as he'd earned it, regardless of how many rules he broke to obtain it. He walked sideways kind of for a while and rubbed the walls when he could, but he ate all of that sausage. Good for him. That cat went into a burning hot frying pan to get a sausage out. Incredible. This one has a kitty who loves rubber bands that she uses for her hair. She said her cat would stretch them with a front claw to one of her fangs and then shoot them. She said the cat's aim was deadly. She would shoot me in the leg when I'd stumble to the bathroom in the middle of the night, and that (laughs) shit hurt. (laughs) It scared the hell out of me, too. It was like she was a skeet shooter, and I was the skeet. She lived to be 20, and I would find those damn rubber bands under furniture, closet doors, the stove, the fridge, etc., for at least a year after she was gone. (laughs) 
That is so crazy to think of a cat shooting you with a rubber band. It found a weapon. Okay. So this one has a a cat that was terrified of the floor in their bedroom. Like the floor was lava. This cat had a the carpet is lava philosophy in her bedroom. Whoa. She that's, said, <laughs> that's like an issue. Yeah. She said, my bed was lofted so he would get a running start <laughs> and launch himself from the hallway onto my bed. All well and good, except he was 20 pounds. <laughs> so his front legs would make contact and then he would haul himself up the rest of the way. Quite distressing to hear and feel at 3 a.m. in a deep <laughs> sleep. <laughs> That's one thing they're really good at is startling you awake by jumping on you. Totally. Now, this woman said that she went out to enjoy a thunderstorm on her balcony with some wine, and about two minutes later, she heard her cat jump up and paw at the handle of the sliding glass door, locking her out onto the patio in a thunderstorm, (laughs) and then the cat stood there meowing its demands. (laughs) That must be the most frustrating experience. Okay, here's a few candles, because me and Rachel both like our scented candles, and we have cats, so here's a few stories Uh that should bring caution to our lives, Rachel. This woman says, on Thanksgiving, my husband lit a scented candle on the table. About half an hour later, our 10-year-old Torby climbed up on the table, walked over to the candle, and belly flopped to lie down (laughs) on top of it. She instantly burst into flames, (gasps) but had such long hair, she didn't feel it, and she just lay there while my husband patted out the fire. She's like, I was out grocery shopping when I got the text. Ninja just belly flopped on a candle and exploded into fire, and the whole house is gross. She's unharmed, but all of her hair on her tummy is charred. I like that she just laid on the candle. There's just something so dumbly cat about that. Oh my God. One of my cats is like fascinated by candles and I'm always like... I'm so scared with the candles. Like I always try to put them up high. Me too. But cats jump. I mean, and you're kind of like, they would never get that close. But yeah. I mean, fortunately, I feel like all my cats know that that's a candle. Yeah. They've never done that before. Yeah. The one thing is I can't have indoor plants anymore because my cats just, they love, they love them. Hanging plants are good. Dude, they would find a way to like jump (laughs) on. I don't want them to swing from that like a chandelier. Oh yeah, absolutely. So this person said that a few weeks ago, she decided to take a bath to relax. She put candles, soft music, the whole nine. Her cat was in the bathroom with her and decided to check out the candle by hopping up in the midst of them. About the same second, I thought, she's going to set herself on fire. Her back end went woof. In one glorious, horrifying second, she was a shooting star vaulting across my bathroom (gasps) before she put herself out by landing with a thump against the closed door. I got out and comforted her before returning to my me time. She was sitting on the edge of the tub then staring at me accusingly as though I'd done something wrong. You did. Suddenly, without warning, she fell over and and with a loud splash into the water. (laughs) She's like, she didn't talk to me for the rest of the day. It's so sad. She should have put herself out in the tub when she got lit on fire. (laughs) Now, the one last candle one. This guy said that he got lovely scented candles on clearance and was burning one of them on the desk when his cat decided to take a leisurely stroll across the desk and drag her tail right over the candle. She's a super fluffy Maine Coon mix, so of course it went up instantly, but luckily I was right there to have a heart attack as I put it out. No harm done, but now she has a big chunk missing out of her floofy Maine Coon tail where I had to cut all the stinky burnt hair. I mean, that's the thing. The hair 
fucking smells too. The burning hair. Like I've singed my eyebrows and eyelashes for sure. Have you ever done that while you're cooking? No. How close are you getting to the flame? I think that's pretty common. Singing your eyelashes? Isn't that correct? Or my hair maybe? Your hair maybe. Okay, I don't know what I've done. I've singed like a hair. I feel like that's common. Like you get too close and like maybe I'm stupid. Desi, how close are you getting... (laughs) Look, I'm sticking my face in the fire. That's not normal. I will tell you, fortunately, the, the the stove was not on, but my cat, Lox, who is less than a year old, he loves vegetables. Oh. And I can't leave I can't leave vegetables out, otherwise he will eat them. I don't know how he managed to do it, but he took a potato that was sitting on the stove and he must have rolled like he must have like I don't know. He had it in his mouth or something, and then he rolled it into the living room. That's like uh, the cat who took the sausage. Yeah. I don't know how he got it out of the... <laughs> well, I have a story specifically for you coming up later that might help explain it. Okay. Okay. So this one is from a woman in Australia, Queensland. She said that the summers uh, can be ruthless there. It gets very hot. So one day she had to work, and it was so fucking hot, and she was very worried about her ginger cat since he was an indoor-only cat. So she left a window cracked open and had the fan going to keep it as cool as possible. She said when she got home later that night, she found her fridge door open and one of the shelves had had all the items pushed off <laughs> of the thing. And inside inside her fridge on a glass shelf was the ginger cat. <laughs> how did he open the fridge? She doesn't know how he did it, but he somehow opened the fridge and pushed everything off a shelf and was just lying in the fridge when she got home. Oh my God. That's really smart. Very smart. Okay, so this is a uh, catnip story. This person said that they had two cats, and neither are the scholars of the animal world, um, but her younger one is particularly dumb. Now, <laughs> she said the older one will act embarrassed when they're caught doing something dumb, but the younger one just has no clue and just lives his life. She said her friends brought over catnip one time, and the younger cat decided it was a little too strong for him when he was playing it with it. So after a while, he's like, whoa, this is like too much for me. So she said she grabbed the cat and kind of lifted him up. You know where you hold them, their heads down and their butts up? You yeah. kind of grab them? Yeah. She said she was doing that, and as she was holding him, he lifted he ripped a loud ass fart right into her face. <laughs> Have you ever had a cat that made an audible fart? I, I don't know that she heard it. I, I mean, I guess she did hear it. I have heard an audible fart, and believe me, it set me <laughs> off for like days because I had long been like, I've never heard a cat fart. That's so weird. I've smelled it. Oh, I've smelled it. Yeah. But I have heard it because they were in the um, litter box. That's Oh, yeah, that's right. That is so gross. When, and then you're like, oh, no, they have diarrhea or something. Like you, <laughs> if you hear a fart, you know there's some Tommy thing going on, yeah. like in my opinion. <laughs> I've never heard an animal fart. I have only smelled them and they are disgusting. Yeah. So I think you can hear it and particularly maybe if they're extra fucked up in some way. Yeah. Um, yeah. So... I definitely have heard the diarrhea fart. Okay, Rachel, this is the one I was talking about. This woman said that her cat uses her claws as a fork. She <laughs> likes cat-safe veggies, and instead of eating them like a normal animal, she sticks her claw out, pierces it, and then pulls it up to her. <laughs> 
like she's eating it off of a fork. Oh, she's fancy. <laughs> so maybe Lox is doing something like that, like poking it or puncturing the potato with a right. fang or a claw somehow and getting it down. Now, I have obviously done research to make sure that the vegetables he's eating are safe. And I don't leave like onions or garlic But what out. are unsafe vegetables? Just onions? Onions and garlic. So there's no other ones not as far as you really. know. I mean, not the ones I wouldn't that, think there were. Not the ones that I cook, but he, like I've, you know, I always look it up like he, but any kind of vegetable he's into. Yeah. Um, okay. This person says her cat is obsessed with watching people piss. Like she'll go into the bathroom and hear him <laughs> sprint up the stairs. <laughs> if he hears someone go into the bathroom. Okay. 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 Now... The- <laughs> The sprinting is extra funny because uh, cats, that's, that's that's pretty fairly common as cats do want to follow you into the bathroom. Right. But I have never heard of a cat <laughs> who sprints up the stairs if they if their favorite TV show is coming on. Right. No. So she says that it's always awful when she has house guests because they'll go <laughs> into the bathroom late at night and hear this sound of a cat <laughs> sprinting up the stairs and then just going into the bathroom and staring at them as they pee. That cat is nasty. Uh, yeah, so that cat is hilarious to me. I would love to hear that sound of him running up the stairs <laughs> to watch me pee. Uh, uh, this woman said that um, her cat, if her cat does something embarrassing, like wipe out, fumble, or does something stupid, and he catches you watching, he'll wait until you're very relaxed, run up and bite you. I'm I believe it. Even if it's like hours, like he'll get you even later because you, you, he doesn't handle his embarrassment. I'm, I've said to you before, one of, one of the funniest things about cats is that they have the capacity to be humiliated. Yes. I don't think that dogs don't give a shit. No. But a cat, their pride gets hurt. Yes. And she says if you laugh during the moment, he will bite you right then. Like. <laughs> <laughs> Now, this cat is very is a very clever cat. This woman said for a very long time she had been accusing her dog of stealing the pizzas if they left it on the counter, like after they had, you know, you leave it on the counter, you take some and yeah. whatever. So she finally set up um, a little surveillance camera to see how the dog was getting the pizza because she couldn't figure it out. <laughs> so she left a pizza on the counter and left the room to watch. She said that she saw the dog sitting there salivating and staring up at the pizza like longingly. And the cat strolls in, jumped up on the counter, stared at the dog and began to push the pizza over <laughs> onto the edge near the floor. The dog immediately, like, and, and knocked it onto the floor, which the dog, she saw her dog then put his tail between his legs and stare at the pizza really nervously, and the cat was watching him the whole time. The dog was trying really hard to resist <laughs> eating the pizza because he knew it was bad, and then eventually he start, he jumps on the pizza and starts going to town. <laughs> so the cat was framing this dog. I love that. I like the do- the dog was trying to resist and be a good boy victim in all of this totally now this story is from a guy who had um some kind of eye, eye surgery so he was like very incapacitated when he got home his girlfriend and his mother had to help him out with everything because he couldn't see for a week or more uh so he said that he basically set up this area in his bed he had one of those tables like you would have in the hospital that kind of go is like on wheels and it was there that he would keep his, uh, you know, book, uh, not books, but audio book, his like listening device for that. 
um, and that he would keep his water, etc. So he's in a lot of pain and he's like, it's literally the worst period of his life, according to him. He said his pain finally ceased long enough for, to fall asleep. He slept for about a half an hour before his cat decided she's going to climb up on my table and drink out of my water glass. This results in her dumping this large glass of water on me, and she's so shocked when she does that, she jumps off the table and sinks her claws deep into my shoulder, neck, and face. <laughs> He's like, now I know this is typical cat behavior, but my cat had never knocked over a glass of water, or even tried to get into a glass of water before, and she straight up waited until I was having the worst day of my life to demolish me. <laughs> oh, my God. That poor cat. Like, I do feel like the cats, sometimes they will do the thing at the worst possible moment. Of like, course. So this person said he, this one was very relevant to you and I, Rachel. This person said that he took his cat to college with him. And while he, the cat was a perfect cat before, once they were in college, the cat became obsessed with digging in the litter box. Oh, <laughs> he God. would step outside the box and dig all around it for at least three straight minutes. I had hardwood floors, so you can imagine how annoying that sound was. He figured out that I hated the digging, so that's when he would that's what he would do when he was mad at me. <laughs> so like at night I would lock him in my room with me. I'd be laying in bed trying to fall asleep and he would go over to his bed near his litter box and start digging. He didn't use it or anything. He would just proceed to make this annoying grating sound <laughs> that echoed throughout the room. And yeah, while he was doing it, he was staring straight. <laughs> Now, this is another person who had surgery and their cat decided to be a huge fucking asshole. He came back from surgery after having appendicitis surgery. So he was basically hanging out on his couch for two weeks because he it hurt so much to move. He just was going to lie down there. He had nothing better to do than to watch TV and Netflix. Uh, he said as he would lie down and get himself comfortable, he'd turn the TV on. Right when his program would start, his cat would come sit on the coffee table in front of his face so he couldn't see the TV. <laughs> and it hurt so much to move, I couldn't look over her or stretch or even move. So I heard most of the shows and I only saw very limited things. <laughs> that is so sad. He's like, I guess in her defense, at least she didn't jump on me <laughs> when I couldn't move. <laughs> I like that the cat just sat there. Why do cats love sitting right in front of your TV? That I don't is such know. a cat thing. Or if I'm watching something on my laptop, they will literally go between me and the screen and lie down on me. Like My cats will sit on the laptop while I'm watching something. Yeah, it's crazy. Now, here's two really funny sex ones. So what? this one, well, not sex with a cat. This guy said that uh, he was having sex with his girlfriend, just missionary style. Uh, he gets into more detail. I'm not going to get into all that. He, sa- he said that while he was fucking his girlfriend, his cat jumped on the bed <laughs> and stuck her nose in his asshole <laughs> <laughs> and started sniffing. <laughs> And then she finally sniffed enough and jumped on his back. <laughs> he said, I, I had to pull out and explain the situation to my girl. Oh, my God. <laughs> and then I think he did it again. And then the, she like did it the same thing. Like he she like went straight up to his ass. I'm like, that is so awful. Like, oh, my God. Like, cats like smelly things. Yes. It, I mean, it's actually a, a compliment. He, yeah, he probably had a very pungent asshole. I bet you his... His ass was pheromones, like, reeking out of it or something. Like, Yeah. Now, this other person said she was having sexy times, as she calls it, with her boyfriend. His cat was sitting on the chair 
near the bed watching the whole time. She said when we finished, he got up to go to the bathroom, walking past the cat. And as he walked past the cat, the cat reached out and swiped his dick. Because <laughs> he was just naked. <laughs> and his cat hit him in the dick. <laughs> he was in shock when it happened. And he turned to me and said, he just scratched my dick. Did you see that? <laughs> he, she's like, well, that was the end of that night. Well, so, it shouldn't look like a toy. Look, it's bobbing around there. <laughs> uh, so she considered that the most original cock block she's ever seen. Because he wouldn't. He didn't want to fuck anymore but after that. How could that. you? I heard something once and it shook me to my core that the reason cats watch or they like to watch while you're having sex is because they think you're in trouble. Oh, yeah. And that made me really upset. Well, I also, through the course of reading through all of these, uh, there was people who were like, oh, cats do that because of this. And and one of the interesting things someone said was, uh, you know how your cat will shit or something in the litter box and then jump out really scared? Yeah. Like, they said that in the wild, they leave their shit right away because then predators can smell the shit so they want to get out of there fast so it's like uh, something inside of them unless you're melon and you're just taking your sweet <laughs> ass know. fucking time right not all cats but i have seen my cats jump out real scared and like nervous <laughs> well, sometimes cats will like you know house cats like they will revert like i mean they're always very primal like in their nature but sometimes they will revert into this like yeah. Sudden primal urge to do something. It's very right. funny. Especially like a loud noise or something like shocking. It just yeah. jolts them. Okay. So my last story is, is, is a little longer because it's a really wild one. So this guy says, at my first apartment, my little brother would visit and play games and crash there regularly, which was cool, except my cat thought attacking his ankles was the most awesome thing in the world. Not sure why, because he didn't do it to anyone else, but we'd be mid-video games sitting on shitty futon and the cat would get his claws around my brother's ankles and my brother would shoot up into the air with a cat wrapped around his foot, chewing on it in midair, hanging on for dear life. And it was hilarious. When he crashed over for whatever reason, middle of the night, the cat would decide he needed to attack again and we'd hear a scream and a crash from the next room and my brother cursing and the fat ass sound of a cat tearing around the apartment. (laughs) So my brother, a genuinely nice guy, tried really hard to handle this. We all love the cat other than this one thing he was a sweetheart of a cat, super nice, purred, and lovely and great. You'd never expect he would have this huge ankle fetish for my brother until he decided to attack. It gets to the point where my brother is sitting with his ankles under his ass whenever he's over playing games, <laughs> dinner, whatever. He never sits with his legs untucked. And when he sleeps over, he locks the bedroom door and makes himself a super wrapped cocoon of blankets all wrapped around him and tucked up tight against his body like a sleeping bag so he's protected from the cat. Sometimes the cat still attacks his feet, but he's got layers of blankets now so no harm is done. Ever seen a cat attack something and then just look really disappointed with the experience? I feel I felt bad for my cat, but my brother's feet seem safe, finally. This works for a few weeks. So the cat got really depressed <laughs> that he couldn't attack the ankles anymore. One night, my brother stays over, and around 3 a.m., we hear a high-pitched scream and a crashing sound, and then what sounds like seals are mating on the floor in the next room, barking yelps and bodies slamming around, bouncing <laughs> on the floor. We run and find my brother still cocooned in his blankets, writhing <laughs> on the ground between the bed and the wall like an epileptic worm just slamming himself into everything and crying and yelling for help. We hold him down and unwrap him, and then we get to his feet. <laughs> There's the cat. 
(laughs) latched onto my brother's feet and chewing on his toe with a look in his eyes. He's just had a washing machine full of cocaine and couldn't be happier. He tilts his head up as to say, do you want a toe? I have a bunch here. And then he flounces off to the other room. My brother, who is six foot four, broad shoulder football player, is now a completely broken man just lying on the floor crying. He swears the cat must have come in under the locked door, gotten into the top of the sleeping bag arrangement covers, and wiggled his way to his feet without waking him, and then once he was in the perfect position, attacked his ankles. So he had tried to... his. He had so bounded and protected himself, he couldn't get out when the cat was down there. Incredible. He said, after that night, my brother wouldn't stay over anymore. My cat had established complete dominance, (laughs) and my brother knew his place. And then he said, my poor brother married a very domineering (laughs) Dude. (laughs) So maybe the brother is into it. (laughs) That's the thing. Cats will find a way. Yeah, I believe that cat set out to make a plan. Like, oh yeah, I'll fucking figure this if out. If you tell them no, which is why you can't shut doors in your house if you have a cat, because yeah. they, they want in. Yeah. So those are my cat stories that I found. They, I thought they were very amusing, so I hope you like them too. <laughs> well, I'm sorry about your ankle. I, oh, yeah. Uh, you know, I still think Shinyan is very cute. Good boy. I think he just needs the right person. And I feel like he'd be good at home. I think cats don't do well in the shelter sometimes. I mean, I wouldn't do well at the shelter. Yeah. And it so, is a very nice shelter. Absolutely. It, is, it, can't, it can't be better. Yeah. But it's, it's a, just the situation being around a lot of cats maybe is stressful. So yeah. He's probably like a single cat. He wants to be in a home and get all the attention. I hope one of our listeners adopts Shinyon. Right. I'm, I definitely like Shinyon. Me too. Uh, it just was a little mistake on my part. Yeah. And he definitely overreacted. <laughs> I'm not gonna, look, I'm not going to let him off the hook 100%. <laughs> I didn't even hit him with my foot. I just put my ankle up as a block. Like, right, so right. it was a little unnecessary. He could have walked past my ankle. Wasn't going to stop him. Well, now you know. And I think we'll take a quick break and come back. Cool. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much, but when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Movie, podcast, TV, book recommendations. I do have I do have some. Okay. Okay. I'm listening to a new podcast. It's called Death at the Wing. It is a basketball podcast, but it's also really connected to 80s politics and culture. And it's about a lot of basketball players having tragic cocaine-related deaths, a lot of them. So it's very interesting if you like how sports and politics and culture all kind of merge because it also goes into the just so say no anti-drug stuff that was happening in the 80s. I find it very interesting. So that's out. It's by Adam McKay is the host. So he oh. is a you know great writer and producer. He does succession and lots of movies. Um, he's great. So he hosts it uh, and I like it. There's only two episodes so far and it's really good. Have you heard any podcast? 
I listened to that Dateline episode that we talked about on the, uh, I think we talked about it on Patreon briefly. Which the one? one where the mom went missing. Oh, the one I mentioned, but I couldn't remember. Yeah, yeah. It was like, it's like one of the late, I mean, I listened to all the Dateline episodes, but yeah, I listened to it. That's crazy. And they didn't know if she like was faking her kidnapping. Right. Or That's she, the one I was like, it's a Dateline classic. You're like, they're all that, Desi. They're all date, <laughs> They are all Dateline classics. I listened to that episode last night, and then I watched the first two episodes of Q Into the Storm, which is a docu-series on HBO Max about getting to the bottom of who is Q and uh, how QAnon started. I am going to, I can't, that is a docu-series I just cannot binge watch because I find it so utterly depressing. Like everyone involved is just like the biggest piece of shit. Yeah. I'm watching that as well. I'm, I've watched all four episodes and I think, I think there's more coming. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's riveting to me. Yeah. It's definitely a lot and I've done it over a few days. Um, so that's on HBO max. Yeah. It's definitely interesting. Yeah. Uh, did I talk about the Aretha Franklin miniseries last week? I don't think so. Okay. So this is very good. Uh, it's a, it's um, a series that I think National Geographic has. It's called Genius. So they have done series on Picasso and Einstein. And this is their third series. It's a I mean, it's it's a mini series that's like a biopic style. So this is not like um, archival footage or anything like that. It's the actress who played Harriet Tubman in the movie Harriet last year. Her name is Cynthia Ervia, Ervio, I think. Um, Arivo. Arivo. Yes. Okay. Um, and then Courtney B. Vance plays her dad because it oh. goes into her childhood. So it is a very middle of the road biopic. It's just straight linear. Like, do you know what I mean? It's definitely not focused in on one section at all, but there's a lot I didn't know about Aretha Franklin and it's very interesting. And I have some theories about it. So if you guys watch it, (laughs) I would love to talk to you about those theories somewhere because her dad is like fucked up person. Like, and he's like a pre, he's like a pretty well-known preacher and civil rights activist in that area. Uh, They're from Detroit. Martin Luther King is in the documentary because he was friends with the dad. So it's very interesting. But yeah. Is it a biopic or a documentary? Well, it's a miniseries. So it's a bio miniseries, like, but it's biopic style. Like, Oh, because you just said documentary. Oh, I'm sorry. Did I? Uh, It's not a documentary. It is a a miniseries. It's like eight episodes but it's biopic style. Like it is that type of right. uh, thing. Um, and it goes through her whole life up until the eighties. I think, I think that's the last episode. Yeah. So it's very good. Like as far as that thing goes, I like biopics even when they're not great. Cause I'm interested in people's lives. Yeah. And I didn't, I want to, it made me want to get a book on her and possibly do a show on her at some point because I want to find a really good bio after watching this. Yeah. It's definitely surface, but there's some things where I'm like, hold up now. (laughs) Don't move past that. I want to, that could be a whole episode. Like, right. So it's good. And the music is great. Obviously she's, she's a good singer, the actress. And I think she does the, the vocals in it because, uh, it's great. She's a good singer. Um, and the weirdest part about it is David Cross plays Jerry Wexler, her, (laughs) her longtime producer. So like for like the first episode or so, I'm like, who is that guy? And then when I was like, oh, that's David Cross. So now like then every episode I was like, 
that's David Cross. Yeah. <laughs> like, I can't get past that it's David Cross for some reason. Right. Because it's just funny that he's playing this, like... And then I, I there's a movie coming out, a biopic, like a real biopic with Jennifer Hudson playing Aretha Franklin. And in that movie, Mark Maron plays Jerry Wexler. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> so I'm looking forward to that uh, as well. But yeah, I want to find a good mini, um, a good bio on her. Yeah. And then I'll do an episode on Aretha. Because oh, this good. is a good story. It's crazy. I would crazy. love to hear her whole story. And there was like something that's not in this miniseries that I found when I was researching that someone um, stole her identity at some point. So I want to get into that crime uh, would be good for us, I think. Yeah, there was like this whole like, wire fraud identity theft thing that happened in like the 50s, 60s maybe or oh something. Oh my God. Yeah. So I'm going to look more into that as well because I've never heard that story before. Yeah. So yeah, check it out. It's on Hulu. So uh, that's where you can find it. And it might be under the National Geographic section. I don't know how things are organized there, but yeah, look at look for it. Detective Elliot Stabler is back Oh, on NBC. I watched the crossover event last night followed immediately by the premiere episode of Law and Order Organized Crime. Oh. It's a new Dick Wolf show. Um look, I I really was excited because you know I love my procedurals. Yeah. Obviously I'm a huge fan of Christopher Maloney. I've watched SVU time and time again, over and over again. So I was excited to check out Organized Crime. They don't it's not like the same. Like they don't do the dun dun. Oh. And that made me really sad. Yeah. It's not, the, that. it's not the same format. It's more just like... A new a, type of show. A new crime show. Oh, interesting. About, I don't know. What's Look, the point of calling it Law and Order then? You got to have the dun-dun. You have to have the dun-dun <laughs> if it's a Law and Order show. Yeah. You can't... It's weird. I Why hope, is this one different? I hope they'll change it because I don't think the fans are going to like that. No. Because there's so many other shows they could watch... It's not special if it doesn't have the dun dun with Now the, is Maloney starring on the new show? Yes. Okay. He's like So they did like an SVU first to to lead into the new show. And they do that a lot on yeah. these NBC crime shows. They they have crossover <laughs> events to sort of get you to watch Absolutely. the new show. Like, oh, and sometimes they don't even have a commercial. Like when the other one ends, it goes right into the and new they, one. You don't even realize. That's cool. that, <laughs> that's kind of what happened last night. Uh, I mean, they really got you. And I was going to watch it anyway. Right. Obviously. No, but they always do something like that. Yeah. So, I mean, look, I, I'll, watch, I'll watch it again, even just for Christopher Maloney. I love him. Yeah. Um, oh, we had like a birthday message. It's so belated now, but I'm still going to do it. Okay. It is to Sarah from her friend Katie. Sarah introduced Katie to this podcast and she says, God bless her for it. We always joke about how similar we are to you too. Well then Katie, you should know if you're very similar to us <laughs> that we're flaky <laughs> and we missed your email and we're late on the birthday. So oh, happy belated birthday. Yeah. I'm so sorry. We're not bad people. We're just very um, Swiss cheese brains right now. Yeah. So we hope you had a great birthday and you have a great post birthday. <laughs> Happy birthday. Uh, okay, food. Food. What'd you eat? Well, I did make brisket. Right. You said so. That, that was last really week. good. Oh, I, I did that last week. I said I was going to make brisket, but I made the brisket. <laughs> <laughs> I did make it. Give me something else. What what else do we eat? We ate bagels <gasps> one day, remember? We did eat bagels. Okay, Desi came over at 6.30 in the morning, <laughs> like a couple of old ladies. <laughs> Were. 
Desi that came was over. Crazy. That was nuts. There's, I, there's reasons for it. There's, look, I get up every morning at 6.30 because I have four cats living in this house right now. I said to Rachel, I had to drop my foster kittens off to get neutered very early. And then I said, what time are you up? Because <laughs> she had been telling me she's getting up. And I'm like, do you stay up or do you go back to sleep? So when I found out she was up, I just came over because I had work to do. And I figured might as well get it out of the way rather than go back to sleep. And you might as well order half a dozen bagels. Well, I was that was when I was like, shit, like I'm never up this early, but I'm going to be hungry soon. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, that's happening because yeah. I'm drinking coffee. That's going to make me jittery. I know Rachel doesn't have any food, like maybe yogurt, but yeah. I'm going to need something starchy. That was like- such a sick dunk on me. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, if you open my fridge at any given time, it is just yogurt. <laughs> it's really fucked up. Well, yogurt's good, but I was like, I need, I'm going to need something to soak up all this coffee acid. Like yeah. yogurt's just going to add to the problem. <laughs> Uh, so we ordered bagels from a new place in Echo Park. I don't Park. know if they're new. Oh, they're not? I don't know if they're new. Okay, they're not new. They're I not don't new. know if they're new or old. We it's just, new to us. We well, <laughs> <laughs> Look, until we know about it, it doesn't exist. <laughs> <laughs> we ordered from Maury's Bagels. They do a great bagel. We ordered like right when they opened, so they were fresh. Right. They were still they warm. They were still warm. They were good. We ordered half a dozen bagels. We got... Two things of cream cheese, because I need a lot of cream cheese. Me too. And we got some lox, uh, yeah. which the, the, the lox was really good. When Desi left, I ate the rest of the bagels. I know. I ate six bagels or five bagels right. that day. In one day, I they're, ate five know, bagels. They're small. They weren't like they're super not small. Big. They're regular bagels. <laughs> don't, don't try and make me feel better about myself. I ate five bagels in one day. Yeah. But now you're going to be good for bagels for a while. <laughs> I'm not good for bagels. I want one right now. They were Why are delicious. Bagels so good. I love them. I want the whole shebang though. I want like the red onion and the capers. I want like all of the parts. Yeah. It's so good that way. This is I miss my grandmother who lives in Philadelphia so much. Every t- I haven't seen her in well over a year. I don't know the last time I saw my grandmother in person like Christmas time 2019. Right. Yeah. But every time I, I go over there to the East Coast to see her, you know, like every good Jewish uh, grandmother, when there's like relatives in town, you have like the whole bagel spread one morning. I love a spread. And she puts out the whole spread. We got the white fish, we got the lox, the onions, all, all of it. It's definitely easier to do when you have a lot of people. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Because I was kind of like, yeah, when we were ordering, I'm like, oh, I'm like, what am I going to do? Order like, I need the side of onions. <laughs> so like, it just seems like so much when you're just doing it for two people. Right. Unless you can get like a sandwich or something. Right. Uh, but yeah, those were good. I would say that was the highlight of my week. Um, I did want to mention a item I saw on Twitter, a food item. Did you see the Disneyland hot dog that's being advertised? No. Was that an April Fool's Day joke? No, because it happened earlier. It happened before April's dude. Uh, April Fool's. <laughs> what did I say? April's dude. <laughs> God, my brain is literally fried. So this is a hot dog stuffed inside a dill pickle that is fried <laughs> like oh. a corn dog style. Now the super gross part though is it's served with a side of peanut butter. Ew. Wait. The hot dog is stuffed into a dill pickle. I'll show you. I want to eat Careful. the hot dog. Uh, uh, I don't know about a hot pickle. I don't know if I want a hot pickle. I like fried pickles. 
You've never had fried pickles? And that's like a pickle chip, though. I don't know if But I they're want- battered. Look, I like a, I th- I'm of the philosophy that you can batter anything and it will be delicious. But this pickle. I don't want a juicy, hot pickle around a dog. I would definitely try this. I'll try it. <laughs> I will try it. I would definitely try this at Disneyland. Disneyland is where I will almost eat any food. Me too. That's weird because I'm like, let's try it. Our Twitter mutual, Sean, in that Disneyland thread where we were talking about Disneyland, he mentioned a Disneyland food product, which I can only assume is sold in Main Street, USA. Oh, yeah. The Strawberry Twists. Where, yeah. I need I, to know where that I, is. I Googled it and it's like a flaky, <laughs> twisty strawberry pastry yeah i've never had that before i haven't even seen that he said they discontinued them (gasps) and i said believe me i I know your pain around discontinued food products yes i I get it someone sent us a coupon for viennetta i was like yeah well we can't even get it (laughs) i was like thanks for the coupon but like if i can't buy it i'll literally pay a hundred fucking dollars at this point like yeah I, I, that, okay. For those of you who don't know, I don't know who in LA is buying up all the Vianetta, but you need to fucking show yourself <laughs> and come fight me because we can't find any anywhere. We're going to get a letter where all the letters are cut out from a magazine. <laughs> like, I got all the Viennettas. <laughs> I will fucking fight you. Uh, yeah, I have no idea. Who's buying I've, all of it? I've used the um, Finder on the Good Humor website. Um, I have gone to multiple stores at this point. I have put out a Twitter um, emergency message asking people where I've they have found it. it. And it's like nothing. I don't, I don't know anyone in LA who has had a Viennetta. We need to reach out to the Good Humor people because we have a big enough audience where I feel like... They should be sending us product. I should be wearing a fucking Viennetta shirt and hat. <laughs> <laughs> I, I want some swag. I want a tote bag. Like, yeah, seriously. We we help get them back. Okay, let's send a letter to Good Humor. Let's just go completely a hundred like degrees psychotic. <laughs> like, just be like, hey, Viennetta. Like, what, other people reach out on Twitter and stuff to right. get things. Yeah. We've never done it. This could be our first thing. Well, remember a couple, a few years ago when I reached out to Briars on Twitter, because back when Vianetta was owned by Briars. Oh. Or I mean, a, I did reach out to McDonald's about chicken selects too. So I have done well, it before, Breyer, But I wasn't successful. <laughs> yeah. Briars responded to me when I reached out to them a few years ago. I said, will you please bring Vianetta back? And they said... We're sorry, we don't have that product anymore, but here's all our other products. I know about your other products. I don't want them. I want yeah. Vianetta. Okay, let's reach out to them very kindly. Yes. And be like, hey, we're big fans. Yeah. We have talked about it on our show for years. Yeah. And always fantasized about it. No, we don't have to, get, we don't have to say that part. <laughs> <laughs> I think that we can, we can, it's like a merge, like we should come together We've on done this. years of free advertising for them. I just want to know where it is. Just yeah. please tell me where it is. Right. And <laughs> don't send me to the website because no. I have been on the website. And, and Chris uh, Tognati, friend of the pod, he told us that he that the Vianetta website is not reliable. Or okay. the, the Good Humor Tracker, Vianetta right. Tracker website's not reliable because he found it where he lives uh, in the East Bay. Yes, and they said there was none, none there or yes. something. Uh, okay, yeah, that's all my food that I can think of. Um, if you guys know where the Vianetta hookup is, please email us at hollywoodcrimescene at gmail.com. It's an emergency. Your Vianetta scoop. My birthday's coming up. Yeah, we really want that freaking ice cream cake. Yeah. Um, okay, that's all we got. Okay, bye. bye. 
Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much. But when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you.